Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Remember, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions emailed in right now. Ask me anything to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Wrapping up this whole debate stuff, because we have other things to get to. And actually, no, the newest, the newest Trump arrest is not really going to be one of those things, because we all know what the deal is. It's friggin' horrible. We know it's coming. We know what's happening. It's nothing... There's nothing to say. Look, there's nothing to say but this. We have to respond. Not you, not me. The GOP has to respond. They've impeached Trump twice. This is going to be indictment number four. Not a single Democrat has been impeached. Not a single Democrat has been indicted. If that doesn't change, then Trump's finished. The end is written. And it doesn't look like any of these people are interested in 
changing it or stopping it. That's what's so frustrating for me. And we still have, I mean, you ask these people, like this is Kevin McCarthy, you ask these people, okay, well, what are you going to do about it? Are you can you at least impeach Biden? And they're still handwring it. Well, I mean, if, they, if, if we don't get the documents. The thing that holds up whether to do impeachment inquiry, provide us the documents we're asking. The whole determination here is how the Bidens handle this. If they provide us the documents, there wouldn't be a need for impeachment inquiry. But if they withhold the documents and fight like they have now to not provide to the American public what they deser- deserve to know, we will move forward with impeachment inquiry when we come back into session well i mean i guess if if they don't uh, cross all the t's and dot the i's look we just want to make sure we're doing it the right way they have declared war on the right and the american people and i know all you low t GOPers think this is going to stop when they're done with trump but it's not trump is the first of the system disruptors we are very sadly very sadly watching as a corrupt system destroys him and as you know i don't need to don't need to belabor the point i i believe they will i don't think there's really any stopping it now that's what sucks and then we'll get another system disruptor who that is i don't know he will rise at some point in time and the system's probably going to destroy him too and then the next one and the next one until we start getting smart aggressive and serious enough to take these people at their word for who they are and what they want. Yeah, one last word, by the way, on the, on the, on the Vivek thing. One last, I did love this one. Mr. Uh, <clears throat> I got this one from my buddy Jordan Shacktail. Mr. Mr. Free Warrior, Mr. Freedom Warrior, Vivek, did you know? <laughs> did you know that he was, this is like last year, the year before, he was pitching governments around the world, including ours, to install a centralized database for private medical records. <laughs> he was creating a de facto medical health registration like last year and this year. Because, again, he knows we're desperate. He knows we want someone who fights. This year, he just updates his programming. Wait, what are they saying online? Uh, 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 freedom! Freedom and liberty! Uh, uh, destroy the federal government! <laughs> Gosh! Look, you fall forward, if, fall forward if you want, man. It's your vote. Jesse, my advice to the debate candidates is to attack Joe Biden and not each other. What you what do you say? And I say you're naive. I, I no, that was probably too mean. I'm still fired up from that uh, climate change thing. I understand the sentiment, and maybe you share that sentiment. Why don't they just talk about Joe Biden? Why don't they don't Why don't they just attack Joe Biden? They're trying to become the Republican nominee. You become the Republican nominee by elevating yourself and beating up other people. That's why I don't get this endless whining about when this guy rips on this guy and that guy rips on that guy. Chris Christie went after everybody last night. He was just, look, so did Pence, actually. Pence went up there and got after everybody. Trump's always going after everybody. That's called campaigning. You label yourself. You label your opponent. It's just that simple. You label yourself, you label your opponent. It's it's a naive world to think they're not going to attack each other. Let's focus on Joe Biden. It's equally naive, especially given this horrible news today that we already knew was coming about Trump about to be arrested in 20 minutes, that that we should just unify around him as, as candidates, and that will help something. That doesn't gain us anything. It doesn't gain us 
anything that doesn't keep Trump on the ballot, that doesn't get Trump acquitted from a jury of 12 communists, that doesn't gain us a single thing, nothing, that makes people feel better for five minutes. Making people feel better for five minutes is not a solution, not by a long shot. Now, let's move off of all this for just a little bit. Oh, no, you know what? No. One last thing on the debate while I'm here. In this, I'll get all kinds of hate for this. You can send it along with your Ask Dr. Jesse questions to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Chris Christie is obviously not a popular man. In an answer, you sit here in an answer right You sit here and answer. Go ahead, Governor Christie. Hold on, Governor Christie. Well, so listen, the more time we spend doing this, the less time they can talk about issues you want to talk about. So let's just get through this section. And then there's Brett Bear turning around to do what always goes over well, scolding the crowd. That always goes over real, real well. Anyway, the crowd doesn't like Chris Christie. I don't like Chris Christie. I I will admit my own biases off the bat. I do not care for Chris Christie. You probably don't care for Chris Christie. I will say my least popular debate opinion, and I'm sure I'll get all kinds of hate mail for the ones I already had, but my least popular debate opinion is this. You saw flashes last night of what made Christie a superstar at one point in time. And don't do not do this. You know how I tell you to email me anything you want. Do not email me and tell me Chris Christie was never a superstar. That tells me you got to politics 15 minutes ago. Chris Christie was a superstar when he first got elected governor in New Jersey. They were immediately talking about him running for president. And he was one of the people, including on the far right, who was beloved. Beloved. And it's a pity he's only in this race to attack Trump. It is. It's a pity because... And, and it's also a pity he's wrong on every issue because you saw flashes last night of what made him somebody who was a star, at least briefly. And I think there's something to this. Hear me out on this. I think there's something to the Chris Christie, Donald Trump appeal. And yes, I'm lumping them both in together. Why? Because they're both New York, New Jersey guys. I don't think it's an accident that a few years ago, Chris Christie was a superstar. I don't think it's an accident that Trump was or is a superstar. I don't think that's an accident. I think there's something to it, and I actually think it goes, kind of ties into what we've been talking about, about how the right's desperate. I think it ties into what we want. We are so worried about the state of everything now, and we're so sick of the limp-wristed GOP that I think there's an extra appeal of that tough guy, tough talk, in your face, shut up, fatso, that kind of that kind of speaking, that kind of direct, in-your-face, tough guy approach. I don't think it's an accident that that has been appealing to the right. I don't think it's an accident that's what the right loves about Trump. Uh, probably half my listeners are huge Trump fans, I would guess, judging by emails and stuff like that. Probably half are Trump mega fans, almost to a man, almost to a woman when they email in telling me what they like and whatnot. And by the way, grownups, you know, hey, I don't like this. I don't like that, but I love this. But to a man, to a woman, almost, they tell me, oh, I like that he fights back. I like that he's tough. I like that he fights them. And 
Same thing with Christie. I wonder if there's a part of Christie who regrets the direction he took with his career. Sucking up to Obama, not running for president while the iron was hot. He did the ultimate mistake. The, well, I wanted to wait my turn. I wanted to wait. You never wait your turn. You run while you're hot or you don't run at all. Because that star may burn bright, but it burns out real, real quick in politics. You're, you're the bell of the ball one day and an old ugly hag the next day. That's the way politics always works. But I don't think that's an accident. We've seen a rise of the New Jersey, New York Republican. I don't think that's an accident at all. And I think maybe, just maybe, that's a preview of what the future is. Once we're past this nasty little period where they're throwing our freaking guy in prison, once we're past this little period in time, what's the GOP going to look like going forward? I think there's going to be a big market for stuff like that. Now, let's talk about playing offense against the communists, shall we? Because that's important. We talked a lot about, about how we're stuck living in their world lots of times. We have to break away from that. What's one way we do that? Well, you saw something. You see something today. You're seeing it right there in your face. We'll get to that in a minute. Before we get to that, let's get to this. Tunnel to Towers. Tunnel to Towers, maybe you saw their advertisement last night. I did. Man, does that bring it home. A catastrophically injured veteran who went overseas and fought for you and fought for me and lost so much. Tunnel to Towers built him a smart home. So he has a quality of life now. So the quality of life of his, of his family who have to care for him is increased as well. He feels like less of a burden, and that's a big problem with these guys. They feel like burdens, which they shouldn't. I hate that, but they do. It's it's human instinct, right? Tunnel to Towers, that's what they do with your money. Go to T2T.org. T2T.org. What they ask for is $11 a month from you and from me. Surely we can do that, right? It's a cup of coffee anymore. T2T.org. We'll be back. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. It is The Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. Remember, you can you can download the show on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes if you'd like. Now, let's go to putting the communists on offense. Or on defense, I'm sorry. Us playing offense. Them on defense. How do we be anti-communists? What do we do? Well, remember we've been talking about this a lot lately, about the Achilles heel of the communists. The Achilles heel is everything they want is horrible. And I'm not even trying to be glib there. It's, it's just true. Everything they want is horrible. Everything. Even, even the flowery climate change movement. This is one of the thousands of unregulated, unmonitored mines in the DRC. It's crawling with children, working like modern-day slaves. A 12-hour-long day of punishing work may earn them the equivalent of a pound. Although one of the poorest countries on Earth, DRC is rich in minerals, but a history of brutal colonial exploitation looks like being repeated now in 2017. Much of it's mined by hand, with rudimentary tools in harsh, potentially hazardous conditions. I love my electric car so much. Uh, save the planet, Mother Gaia. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, you're a child slaver. If 
if there were child slaves making a product, if child slaves make Springfield Hellcat Pros, and I know this, and I run out and buy a Springfield Hellcat Pro, I enable child slavery. That's what communism, that's what that climate change commie movement is. Again, so back to what I was saying. The Achilles heel of communism is it's horrible. It doesn't work. And every part of it is horrible. The bubble gun we've been talking about, about how people get attached to it, and, and every part of our system pushes a lie, and people have a hard time breaking completely away from it. One of the big things about our system is abortion, a big one, about how it's fine, it's no big deal, it's clump of cells, all those things. Well, here's the thing. Abortion, the reality of it, is unspeakably awful. You don't need to, to preach at somebody. You don't need to read Bible verses or something at somebody. All you have to do to make somebody anti-abortion is actually describe for them in detail an abortion procedure, which I will not do here, and you will become pro-life. The reality of it is oh, horrific doesn't even describe it. it it's, ugh, it's, it's unreal. And so because Fox News is the controlled opposition, they decided to, of course, ask some abortion question last night. DeSantis answered it, yeah, I'm pro-life, not really going to apologize for that. But, and this is what he did, and it was very, very slick, and it's something we all should do. He switched, and he said, but Democrats, Democrats believe in aborting babies right up until the moment of birth. And let's pause on this for a moment. Maybe you're thinking, that's a lie. Maybe you're one of these commies who hate listens to the show. Well, this is a little long. I might let it play. Do keep in mind, these are all different Democrats. Mr. President, do you ever... Do you support any restrictions on abortion? I don't. I've always believed... Even in the third trimester? Uh, do you think there should be any limitation on abortions? Uh, no, I do not. Till now, my understanding is there wasn't a limit on when in a pregnancy a woman could receive an abortion. Have you set any limit? There on are no limits. Is there a cutoff for you before that point? No, to me, it's, it, it's a reproductive, it's a health care decision. It's up to women to make that decision. Where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth, she has physical signs of, of, that she is about to give a birth, would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified? My bill would allow that, yes. Virginia's governor says he has no regrets on his comments earlier this week defending abortion. Even I could play this. It goes on for three minutes. I'm going to cut it off here for the sake of time. Every single Democrat senator in the house almost every governor mayor the national position for democrats in this country if you're an older kind of southern democrat blue collar democrat who listens to my show you support this position when you vote for democrats now the position of democrats is you should be allowed to abort a baby at any moment including the partial birth stuff that means a baby is born alive. If you vote Democrat today, you support that baby being brought into a storage room and left on a cold steel tray to die of exposure in a hospital. I'm, I'm sorry about the you voted for this thing I just did there, but that's true. And the reality of that is horrific. Let's just talk about right before birth. Right, right before birth. I'm never going to give you the clump of cells things ever, but even let's say I did give that to you. 
that's a fully formed baby ready to come out and cry for the first time be held by his mom hopefully his dad maybe get that, that magical moment where he nurses for the first time with mom and you support if you vote democrat you support tearing that baby's limbs off its body and murdering it now the reality is we have been on our heels on this issue because we're scared of the issue. Ha, ha, ha. What about single women? Ha, ha. What about independence? Ha, Jesse, I'm too scared. Ha, Jesse, uh, what about the next election? You're scared? You're scared? Don't you think the baby murderers should be scared? I'm not scared at all. I don't care what it means. What about the midterms? Ha, ha, the presidency? They should be scared. Baby murderers get scared. The people trying to save the babies do not. Keep that in mind. We're moving on to other things. Next. Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! The Jesse Kelly Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I'm going to get to the emails here in just a moment, but I, I, I want to just make sure I get to this because I teased it a second ago and I never did get a chance to get to it. Push underway to mask up again in New York due to a new COVID variant. Move. You got to move. You got to move because, as I warned before, it's not what they've done. It's not where you're at. It's where you're going. There's there's just going to be places in this country that aren't America anymore. There are, in fact, not going to be. Look, you see, see what's happening with Trump right now as we speak. As we speak. There are parts of this country that are not America anymore. That doesn't mean you celebrate it. And it doesn't mean you quit. And it doesn't mean you cry. It means you make plans accordingly. Life oftentimes is not what we want it to be, right? My goodness, I can't count how many times in my life life is not what I wanted it to be. But it is what it is. Let's get to some emails because we've got to clear out some room there. We have an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday coming tomorrow. On the morrow, Chris. What, is it? isn't that something people say on the morrow? Is that something? In the 1400s? That's not true. They say that now. I've heard, I think I've heard people say that now. Look, you know what it is, Chris. I'm such a renaissance man that I'll find myself saying, what? Yeah, it is, Chris. I'm such a renaissance man that I oftentimes will find myself speaking in older ways, just as someone someone with the wisdom of the ages, really. That's what I consider myself. <laughs> designer Canine Kelly. It's not a designer dog. Okay, it's not a designer dog. It's a It's a golden doodle. We had to get a golden doodle because my oldest son is allergic to pet hair, okay? It's not a designer dog. I'm listening to your Wednesday show, and you mentioned how Michael had to low crawl into your studio to bring you the debate night drinking game. So Michael never has to interrupt your sultry voice and breathe the Oracle's air. You should get the company to install one of those air tubes they use at the bank. You can start a fundraiser, and I'll donate the first hundred dollars. Buenas tardes, and he says his name is Dor- uh, Dorian. Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes to you, Dorian. Um, <clears throat> one, let's address your last part first about installing the air tubes. I'll be honest, when Chris Grave gave me this email, I immediately was on board. I thought to myself, yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. It was one of the greatest joys of my life. I used to go to the bank with my mom when I was a kid, and I know this is probably not something. You know what? Let's do this here. Kids, this is just for the kids. You younger folks probably will not know what this is like. I'm not doing the back in my day thing. It was just a different time. It's much more convenient to bank now. 
But back then, if you wanted to bank, like you would get a physical paycheck, and if you wanted to deposit in your checking account or cash it for cash, you had to drive down to the bank. There's none of this direct deposit stuff, and you had to go do your banking in person. And the new technology of the day, the, the fancy stuff was, whoa, a drive through I don't have to park and get out. I can drive through at the bank. And so you would pull up. You've seen them. I'm not going to insult your intelligence if you're a kid. You've seen them. I know they're still operational, the pull-up drive through things. Well, they have, at least they had when I was a kid, the clear tubes where you would put whatever paper you wanted in some little capsule, and then you'd put it in a thing, and then zoop, that's almost exactly the sound it would make. Zoop, it would go up through the tube. And at our bank when I was a kid, you could watch it shoot up through the tube, and it would go up into the ceiling, and then soon you would see the teller behind the glass. She would be opening up your tube. And let me tell you, Mom used to take me with her to the bank, and I always thought that was the coolest thing in the world, the tube. Now, when you suggested we bring one of those in for the studio, for the first 30 seconds, I was on board. I thought, oh, that has to happen. And already I leaned back in my chair, and I was picturing how cool it would be. Chris and Michael can just just tube me stuff, and then I'll put stuff in there. Like I'll put little like mean notes to them. Hey, you suck, and then send it back at them and stuff like that. But then I got to thinking... I don't think that would work in an office without any corporate management and without any women. Because there's no, the problem we have around here is, yes, it's a lot of fun and we do what we want, but there's no controls, really. And so I'm worried about some of the things that may go through the tube. I'll put it to you that way. I'm worried that that would end up that would end up in a place where we didn't want it to end up. Would I send Chris and Michael an MRE bomb? I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm not saying I would, but it might happen. Would they send something back to have me messed up when, I get, when I'm on the air live talking to you now? I'm not saying they wouldn't. I'm not saying they would, but they're laughing right now as if they definitely would. You see, I can't. We have Remember, like we talked about earlier about the fatal flaws in the candidates. DeSantis has a personality flaw. Trump has a personnel flaw. These are fatal flaws if you don't address them. They both need to address them. We have a fatal flaw here in this studio, and that fatal flaw is immaturity. That's why we have to take steps to protect ourselves from ourselves. Now, as far as Michael having to low crawl into the studio, this is the weirdest thing, and he's done this forever, and I still to this day am not sure why he does this. Jewish producer Chris is over there with Michael in their little control room and they're doing all their nerd stuff with the videos and Michael's working with the simulcast. Remember, they simulcast the show. If you want to watch me do the radio show, they simulcast it on the first TV. It's available on DirecTV and Pluto and online. There's an app, whatever, if you want to watch me do the show. But they're in their nerd room doing nerd things. If I ask for something or if they want to bring something to me, like an article or something more mature, like the drinking game for the debate last night, Chris will give it to Michael or Michael will print it off and he'll want to bring it to me. I'm right next door. The studio door is closed, but you can just he could just walk in and hand me whatever it is. But for the longest time, it's not like he's a new guy. For the longest time, he is like creaked open the door and crawled, honestly, I'm not exaggerating, practically low-crawled in here to hand me whatever he's handing me as if, 
What are you worried about, Michael? I don't understand. The camera? Is it the camera? Oh, you don't want to be on camera? Well, I don't think the low crawl is necessary to avoid the camera, Michael. You could just kind of stand to the side and hand it to me. What? Oh, gosh. He's taking extra precautions, he says. He's taking extra precautions. I just don't understand. I don't understand you guys sometimes. I don't understand it at all. Anyway, Goldman Sachs is canceling summer Fridays, and they want staff in the office five days a week. The Zoom CEO, you know, Zoom, the meetings we've all been taking for the past two years, workers must come back to the office for a great conversation. Who's that guy who's been telling you to go back to the office? Hey, Chris, who is that guy who said it was inevitable and it's better for society and it's better for you and your career? Who likes that guy? No, it wasn't Vivette, Chris. No, it wasn't, sir. No, sir. It was me. I'm the guy who's been telling you this. I understand technology changes, and I understand maybe you have a job where you really can legitimately work from home, and if so, good for you. That's awesome. But what I've said repeatedly is no matter how much technology changes, mankind has not changed. Mankind has not changed. We are created to be together with one another, and the introverts out there like me are all wincing and cringing right now. They don't want that to be the case. They just want to be alone forever. And believe me, introverts, I hear you. I hear you. I'm with you. I'm one of you. But we must be together for our own health, for our own mental, spiritual health, for your own career. If your boss gives you the option, hey, you can come in two days a week or not. I don't care. You go in three days a week. Trust me on that. Your bank account will thank you. Just like your bank account will thank you for switching to Pure Talk from Verizon or CEO or, or, or CEO or T-Mobile or AT&T. I was thinking about Pure Talk's CEO being a veteran, but more than anything, I was thinking about the fact that I have a family of four, which means we now have four phone lines, which means that's a freaking expensive phone bill at T-Mobile. I know because we had T-Mobile. It was the one we had before I switched the whole family. All four of us, we're all going to Pure Talk, gang. And my family cell phone bill is half, almost to the penny, half of what it was with T-Mobile. And right now they're giving out a free 5G Samsung Galaxy when you switch. When you sign up for unlimited talk, text, and 15-gig data plan, you get a free 5G Samsung Galaxy. You know how sick those 5G Samsung Galaxies are? All you have to do is pick up your phone, dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. All right. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Switch to Pure Talk. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday, one day, just one day. Shoot, it's one hour. Before Ask Dr. Jesse Friday starts, email your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday. All three hours belong to you, not me. They belong to you. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Like this one, Master Shed Builder. People with a brain know the FBI must be dismantled, but no one offers an actual plan to replace it. Either a new agency is formed to deal with serial killers, bank fraud, child porn, cyber, etc., 
or we empower existing agencies with new powers to handle those roles. Obviously, a new agency must be severely limited and kept out of politics. It's not enough to just say FBI must go. Norming Norm needs a plan to get on board. What say you? I love the show. Well, I agree and I disagree. Let me explain. I, I, I don't have any problem with your email. Let me be clear. Uh, maybe Normie Norm does want to hear about an alternative. Because I think about I think about my Normie friends and my Normie neighbors. I think about all the norms in my life and how they react when I don't go off on politics. I, no, I don't ever talk politics unless they bring it up to me in social settings. But when they do, look, I... I'm this guy in real life too. This is not a, a this is who I am. Those all you who've met me, especially after these real trip, know this is who I am. This is who I am. Um, I don't hold back. And when I talk about FBI malfeasance, when I talk about a DOJ that's completely out of control, like when I bring up that Trump arrest, the Trump arrest from today, they don't push back on me and say, "Well, I think that's fine." They don't push back on that. They know that's wrong. They, they, they see it being wrong. They don't see it being this crisis, beginning of the end, Stasi quite thing. They, they don't see that, but they know it's wrong. But when I keep going and I say, eliminate the FBI, break it up into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the winds. When I say things like that, that almost always is too far for them. Ooh, you can you can see them. Sometimes they'll physically wince. Oh, I, I don't know about that. Mm, calm down, Jesse. What, what are you doing your show? That's too. It's too far. Mm. The FBI has to go completely. And I understand what you said about what do we do about the serial killers and the bank fraud and, and things like this. So let me be clear about something. Before there was ever an FBI, we solved bank robberies. We found serial killers, rapists, and murderers. Local law enforcement is not some bunch of country bumpkins. Local law enforcement is oftentimes outstanding. And I would argue the majority of time, superior to the FBI. State troopers, sheriffs, cops. uh, Those are the guys who solve most of the crimes. And when the FBI was first put in, they were essentially accountants. Did you know that the FBI was unarmed? You think about these guys now kicking indoors, killing fat dudes in Utah who put up bad Facebook posts. That's how you think of them now as guys who surround the home of a Green Beret on Ruby Ridge, murdering his son and his dog and his wife. You think about that, but... They never even used to have guns. Do you know that? They were just an accounting agency. They were just a coordinating agency. Okay, so we do have bank robberies. And the bank robbers, the Dillinger types back in the day, they did used to escape by crossing state lines. So you go rob a bank in this state, and then if you rob it close enough to the state line, you get across the state line, Oh, that law enforcement in that state can't cross the state line to get you. Oh, no, shoot, that sucks, that kind of thing. So the FBI kind of got in there and started coordinating those types of things. So maybe right now you're understandably saying something like this. Well, why can't we just go back to that then? Why don't we, okay, why don't we leave them in place, disarm them, 
And let's go back to that. Well, allow me to explain. Allow me to explain. If I have a four-year-old son, if I have a four-year-old son, and I happen to let him play with the little mini hammer, it's a real hammer, but it's a little mini hammer for those hard-to-reach places and stuff like that. And I let him use the hammer, and he bangs his knee one time. Not bad, but bangs it, kind of cries a little bit. Ah, dad, it hurts. Bangs his knee a little bit. I might take away that hammer briefly. Maybe not. Maybe I'll tell him, well, you learn your lesson. Don't do stupid things with a hammer. Maybe I would give that back to him. He made one little mistake. Not the end of the world. Have the hammer again, son. If I have a 15-year-old son and I've given him access to my bank account, and he uses that access to buy black tar heroin every chance he gets. And I find out about it. I don't temporarily take that away from him from a day or two for a day or two. I hope you learned your lesson, son. Okay. Here's my credit card again and my ATM card and the code. Best of luck, son. No, you don't ever get access to my bank again. The FBI is hunting down us, pastors, churches, school board moms, Trump fans, anybody who was in the vicinity to fart on the January 6th protests. The FBI has declared war on you. The FBI is running election interference, already ran election interference for the Biden family so Democrats could win and Republicans can lose. And this is after they spied on Trump's campaign when he was running for president. This is an organization that has been using black tar heroin with our money, not banging their knee with a little mini hammer. They cannot stay under any circumstances. There are no circumstances where the FBI remains and America remains. Those two things are completely opposite. If the FBI remains, America ends. I have told you before, they will push this country into a civil war. They will. It is that big of a deal. It's that big of a deal. All right. We still have a whole hour. Speaking of lies, COVID, we'll get to that. We'll get to our Justice Department. Oh, this, I got a doozy. You ready for this one, the Justice Department one? You know what? I'm going to lead off with this one. I'm going to get to the Justice Department one. But first, I'm going to lead off with my testosterone. Wait, that didn't sound right. That sounded, that sounded bad. I'm leading off with chalk. Get a male vitality stack from chalk. Don't be a low T weenie. Fellas, we can't do anything about the fact testosterone levels are dropping because of the water and the plastics and everything else. There's estrogens and all this stuff. All we can do is find a way to fight back against it. Well, what do you do? Yes, sunshine, exercise, drink water, sleep. No question. That's not enough. You've got to get on a male vitality stack with chalk from chalk. 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days. Ladies, they've got something for your hormones as well. Female vitality stack. They also have a chocolate powder. Start your day with chocolate powder. Just trust me on that. But get on some natural herbal supplements from chalk. C-H-O-Q. Promo code JESSE gets you 35% off subscriptions. Get a subscription so you don't have to worry about reordering and you don't pay full price like a sucker. Chalk.com. Promo code JESSE. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.